Scott hates you. Well, Scott is a dick. We're only a minute late. Only a minute. <laughs> That's not bad for us. <laughs> and it's episode 117 of Board Wrestling Fan Radio here on BWFRadio.com. We're live! And David Fuller from IHWE be calling in today to talk to us about the IHWE Hall of Fame ceremony that took place last night. Uh, so we look forward to that. How are you guys doing today? Tired now. Work. In the great words of Juan Sully Erna, I'm feeling okay with my whiskey hangover. <laughs> For those who don't know, yesterday in the queues was our annual St. Patrick's Day parade celebration. Ours is today here in Buffalo. And it was insanity. But at least I know my body. I think my body's getting to the point where it tells me to stop drinking because I stopped literally. I couldn't. I had my fill on it by six o'clock last night. I was I stopped drinking and I was walking around downtown Syracuse. Maybe maybe George got caught in traffic with the St. Patrick's Day parade going on. Let's see. Let's let me find his number. We're gonna call him. <laughs> <laughs> he said he would be here. He you're told me give, you're gonna get to make the guy talk on his phone while driving and get him a ticket. Good well, if he's dry, no, he's got the he's got the Bluetooth. He's got the Bluetooth, so if he answers, you should probably get that looked at. <laughs> he probably should, shouldn't he? All right, let's add to this call, and we'll call George here. Add to call, or at least that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, I missed a number, or something. Nope, that's all there. George's number, if you want to call him live, 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see if we get George. He told me last night, he said, I'll be there, brother. Well, you know something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he did play twice last night. He... I got home at 2 o'clock. I can't imagine what time he got home. Hey, you reached George's Ah, uh, we got George's voicemail. You're not available. We should leave him a message. That's what I was going to say. I think JT wants to. JTC care. You, you, you go fuck yourself. You're not on show. You go fuck yourself. Yes, George. He has a JT chic now. <laughs> Call us back, man. 716 Hogan 97. <laughs> or just, you know, show up since it's around the corner. <laughs> I'll play John Cena's music. <laughs> so. Super Slam! <laughs> <laughs> so, earlier. I noticed it hasn't beeped again. It's still recording. <laughs> no, I, I hit the hang up button. Up. Yeah. Oh. As far as I know, it hung up. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, I put it in the news, but I, I might as well get to it now because it happened. It happened before Raw. It happened before Raw, so it was it actually happened before Raw. The Donald Donald Trump was in Syracuse this week. Really, yeah, WWE was, Hall of Famer? Huh? Oh yeah, that's right. He was in. The, there was some Republican con- idiot convention going on, and actually, right off the thruway was where they were having it. It was in a um, hotel, and guess who worked right next to the hotel? You who works his night job right next to the hotel. <laughs> oh, Brock that had to be fun. Huh? Brock Lesnar? No, no. 
mean that guy works like 30 days a year he's got to have a job on the side <laughs> <laughs> no it, it was me and it was funny when I, I i got reminded he was gonna be in town i was like oh shit I'm like i i'm like are they gonna have roads closed off and this and that because and it was like say right uh, you know and, and i'm driving to work i saw nothing all i saw was a one police car waiting for him to get off the throughway <laughs> and that was it so yeah no i was in the area of one mr donald trump you and I, did you have a blizzard in Syracuse on Wednesday? Oh, yes. It started raining, and then it went to snow, and then, oh, yeah, it was it was lovely. So basically, and I had to work both jobs, full thing. So basically the same as here. Yeah, I, 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 I had to drive to work. They would not let me call in. <laughs> well, I could have called in. Well, see, I, 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 I didn't call in the day job because I said it was going to be mostly rain turning over the snow, and the second I started I started my day job. It went immediately from rain to snow. I thought it was gonna. They said it was gonna hold off, but obviously it didn't. And then it got really, really bad. And when I hit, when it hit, I got at home. I called my night because everything was closing. And like they even like my girlfriend's work even closed. They, you know, they called her and told her like don't come in. And I get, I get, I call my 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 night job boss. I'm like, hey, I'm not calling in. Um, I just wanted to see if we're still you know, working tonight because, you know, everything's closing. And she's like, yeah, you're still working. But they, they at least they gave me, they, they gave me a, a small token of appreciation Thursday night for me coming, sacrificing my life and coming into a, to work. Is it true that the snow got so bad some children had to sleep at school like in The Simpsons? <laughs> no, no. We, I, well, I, I didn't know hear, here, no. here, they, in advance of the storm, they closed the schools. So... They didn't even send the kids to school on Wednesday, so... Yeah, they closed the schools here, too. Um, and, and anybody that went to school, if they if they didn't close the schools, they sent them home early. They sent them home early. Yeah. The, they were, the thing is, people people around here, they were sending people home at different times, so it wasn't everybody was diverging and causing accidents, but still, uh, a semi got, uh, got in an accident on, the high, on Route 81 and made it a standstill. They were right. actually doing news reports from a stalled 81 where no cars were moving. <laughs> I came home on Wednesday because my wife's work got got canceled. Like, she didn't have to go to work. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not staying at work when my wife's at home. I'm going home. Because usually I don't see my wife on Wednesdays because I have the Noah's Ark show, which also ended up getting canceled. So I figured, fuck it. I got to go to the Noah's Ark show anyway. Worst case scenario, I can do that from home. And, uh, you know, so I came home. And then I call work i'm like you know it's starting to look really bad out and uh there's probably going to be a driving ban so i'm probably not making it into work so you know they call the girl that works my nights off and she's like no i got school in the morning i can't like, okay well that's fine <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh you know my coworkers like oh i might have to i might have to work a double like well i feel bad for you if you do but i don't know if i can get there and then he calls my he calls the owner and the owner's like Oh, it's not bad in Buffalo. Joe can get here from... <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? So I had to drive in the fucking... I tried to leave at like 9 o'clock, right? I like I went out and I shoveled my car out. It took me like a half hour to shovel my car out of the parking spot. And I got to, I got to work like at a relatively decent time. Like I was like super early, but it was still shitty having to drive in that. Well, see, the thing is, the problem is with me. It's like it, here, it's like we, we we get pounded enough that um, you can adapt to the driving. But see, when they tell when the TV, then the TV and the news and all that, the weather reports go 
take your time, drive slow. You have every idiot. That's why I posted, if you saw during the week on my Facebook, that people drive like it's the first snowfall four months into winter. Like, legit, you had, I legit had got behind people that were completely pa- panicking and freaking out because it was, you know, okay, yeah, an unplowed street is one thing. You driving in it, yeah, that th- those things are horrible. And you, you know, but you drive in these streets that have been plowed. And yeah, they weren't the best conditions. They were drivable. You could go 20 miles an hour. You didn't have to go five miles an hour and then go up a hill oh, yeah. and stop, which, which will cause your car, car, you know, people who drive a car like mine, a smaller car, to get stuck. I, I think I was going about 40 on the on the throughway. And that, that was like, it's, especially when I got into Niagara Falls, it was kind of scary. Like, And then you get off the throughway and it's like, holy shit, do they, do they not know what plows are in Niagara Falls? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the next day, like, I'm driving all around Buffalo just fine. Like, they salted everything. Everything was plowed except for my street, of course. And uh, then I get to Niagara Falls, and there's still snow on the fucking street. Like, and, and it's like the main road in Niagara Falls. You've, you've been there, JT. You know who I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> it's, uh, and it's just bad. George is, yeah. on, George is on Facebook, by the way. I messaged him. I asked him if, he woke, if we woke him up. He's seen the <laughs> message, but he hasn't replied. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, well, we had it kind of, we kind of, like, they had them plowed here, but the thing is, because the way the storm hit, and it was like, it was like 45 when it hit, and then it went down to like 15, and, you know, like, we had, like, the, the it just became one big sheet of, of packed in ice, and, you know, that they were trying to plow and salt down, it was not, not too, and I didn't even go, I didn't go to work on Thursday, let's just say I didn't go to my day job on Thursday. <laughs> Weather talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Oh, of course. Hey, we I started out with some WWE talk. We he did. WWE Hall of Famer. He was talking about WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump. I, I have the same snow on my roads since the beginning of December. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah is that last December or the December before? That's December. Like three years ago in December. It's December <laughs> 2006, uh, buddy. It's just to me. This is like this is everyday talk in yeah. my city. So it's like oh, so wrestling was on. What happened? You're boring the shit out of me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No offense, guys, but you're boring the shit out of me. Oh, wrestling. Oh, I don't know. It's what like the hell? we know our school is never closed. Okay, like come on. That's because like, oh, like neither really. you only have. What was that, Mark? Oz oh, neither really. <laughs> well, that's because in Canada, we're not fucking pussies. <laughs> In Canada, they like like roads. They only have one school. <laughs> no, it's a little bigger than that. And our our power budget was gone like in the first month of the one we we're here. Well, to be fair, Rob Ford. Well, you be happy they're playing at all. Just be happy they're playing at all. What's that number again? <laughs> Which number? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> wrestling. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, we, uh, uh, we actually can care about WrestleMania a little bit now. That You know, I, I ran into my buddy Drew from the uh, Omni Comics podcast last night, and he told me the first thing he said was, so, WrestleMania looks like it's on this year. Said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he says, after Monday night, it looks like it's worth watching. Like, yeah, well, for 10 bucks, who the fuck, <laughs> you know, who the fuck cares, right? Either way, I was going to watch it. Still I wouldn't have paid sixty five for it. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I, We're gonna I be hate to deviate from wrestling again, but it is slightly wrestling related. How the fuck do cable companies work over there? Because I can just buy a sports package for a fifth of the price of the full co- package. 
Here you got to order the pay-per-views. Here you don't have... Yeah. No, I mean, you, Joe's there, like, the only thing he watches is Raw and SmackDown, and he hates paying like $50 a cable bill for that. A hundred bucks a cable bill to it. Jesus more. fucking Christ. Yeah, I, I watch literally like two things on my fucking cable package. It's not worth it. I would no, just not. stream and pirate at that point, Joe. Here, Mark, we have greedy corporations that figure they have to raise it, that they have to just keep charging us more oh, and more money for everything. It, the, the head of our greedy corporation controls your greedy corporation, so it's cool. That's probably why you get better deals. <laughs> Fox yeah. News is owned by the same guy who owns Sky and he owns a load of shit, so we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, back, let's go back to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go back to wrestling because the reason that everybody now is saying, hey, it might be worth watching WrestleMania is because of the Occupy Raw movement on Monday night. We're going to be D- disappointed at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was you know a really notable part of the show. I I, can't, I don't think this Raw was that good, but that part of it, yeah, was it was pretty awesome. Like as a show as a whole, if you took that out, it would have been kind of, uh, you know. Does G I, sound like he's on AM radio to anybody else? <laughs> Does G sound like he's on AM radio to anybody else? Yeah, he, he sounds, sounds like I was going to say yeah. he sounds like Crackle from Snap Crackle Pop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll hang up and try reconnecting. Here. Yeah, let, let's let's do that. That might uh, help. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll wait for G to come back. We're just wasting time. We're waiting for David Fuller to call. <laughs> Are you there, G? Yep. Okay, that's, that's better. better. Yeah, that's the connection then. Much better. Well, I mean, oh, that's gonna happen. Happens sometimes to all of our mics. So, like, yeah. you get some pops from your end. Sometimes we get pops in mine. So. It is what it is, but uh, pop. To go back to that that point, you know that that was, in a weird, funny way, it's kind of a good thing that CM Punk is not on WWE anymore because we would not have this. No, no, we weird wouldn't. How we that wouldn't. works, eh? Yeah, Talking Dead, ten p.m. Yeah, he's on Talking Dead tonight, so I'm sure it's that's second, probably it'll be a second appearance. I'm sure that's probably in the news. And and JT, yep. you're one of three people now that have said he won't. As a comment on my status about what well, he they, may they or may not. Talk, he when him when he was on there when he was WWE champion, there was literally no mention of any anything. He wasn't even promoting it. They weren't even promoting any pay. I don't even when he was on. Like I said, he was WWE champion last time, and he said nothing. And, and w, well, to, to be fair, WWE wasn't promoting that either. So they're like, fuck yeah. that. And he wasn't. He, he was on a half an hour show, which is like twenty two minutes about us. A right, different right. show, so True. it's not an interview show. It's a That's show true. where they break down what happened on The Walking Dead. So yeah. why would they bring up too much? You know, That's they didn't true. talk yeah. about uh, uh, what's that show? Community that the the, other, the lady actress was with. Right, she's hey. mentioned. She's on Community. Anyway, what happened on The Walking Dead? And then they move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing, though. How will they introduce him? Just yeah. say, will it be X X superstar or? He might say he he might just say WWE star or former WWE champion, you know, CM Punk. That's probably what it's gonna say. They're not gonna it's not gonna say because well, that's the thing when Jericho was on the last time he was on like in the last like month month or two and Jericho hasn't been and they they didn't even they just called introduced him as Jericho. They didn't say where he was from. They didn't say they didn't mention Fozzie. They didn't mention it. they just said we have Chris Jericho with us. That guy from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> The guy that the the first guy out on singing with the stars, <laughs> <laughs> but he's but he's a successful musician. Yeah. 
He's a singer in a rock he's band. It's, 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 it's fairly successful, I, I'd say. He's he's very popular amongst his peers. <laughs> you know what I saw on, online the other day to bring it back to wrestling? I, I'm watching... Um, I, I was looking for the Monday Nitro where Jim Kelly got into him uh, from the Buffalo Bills, got into a fight with Randy Savage. And I couldn't, I couldn't find that particular Nitro. I found another one where Jim Kelly was on and beat up the Macho Man. But um, I came across WCW MTV Spring Break with the band Fear Factory. And they're like, oh, we're rooting for Jericho because we know he's a Fear Factory fan. <laughs> it's like, yeah, back then it's like, yeah, okay, sure. And now it's like, oh, shit, yeah, he probably was. <laughs> If you've ever seen any of his appearances on that metal show, the dude knows his music. Oh, absolutely. Well, it was great to see uh, the Yes Movement, or the the Occupy Raw thing happen. And Sign Guy was in the in the ring there. I don't know if you caught I him. I do kind of wish they had maybe given them some different shirts. Yeah, they, they could have like advertised all of Brian's shirts or made it look like less of a work. Well, I'm, I, I'm thinking what probably happened was they probably said, okay, the first hundred people to buy this t-shirt tonight get to go in the ring. Yeah, but Actually, most of them were like catering and shit. It was just... Yeah, it was catering people. And oh, was it? Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they, I mean, obviously, they put a few guys like Sign Guy in who they know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but... I think they can trust Sign Guy. Yeah. They should have put Randy Savage fan in there as well. And Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah. <laughs> We had yesterday at the... I should have taken a picture of it. Um, one of my uh, co-workers' buddies was wearing a green Macho Man Jeez. shirt yesterday and he had green Macho Man glasses. <laughs> George and I started a yes chant during the uh, Long Cold Dark set last night <laughs> at the forum in, in, in Amherst here in Buffalo. Uh, we went we went and, uh, and the dude drew who is the host of the Omni po- Omni Comics podcast which you can find at omnicomicspodcast.com uh and will be on our show probably sometime in April. Uh he's a huge wrestling fan so you know we're standing around talking to him we're like dude we're going to start a yes chant when you come out on stage and we waited a little bit but we started one and then uh, then he's like oh we got two songs left no no <laughs> but well, it didn't catch it on. It would have been fun to see how many fans would have actually upped and left and followed Brian out of the arena. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get our own ring and start our own match in the parking lot. Like, uh, With it's okay. and blackjack. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It would be that much better when I bury him at WrestleMania. He literally said that. He literally said that on SmackDown. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was actually awesome. Wait, did he really use the word bury <laughs> He did. Hold on, I got it somewhere. Let I was f- listening. I was watching it um, yesterday, but I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> Give me one second. I'll find it. Well, it's... come on. There's only a few things he's actually can actually say. Uh, it was. It was exactly what what you know the internet wrestling fan would expect him to say in a cliche. It was. It was. It was actually brilliant. Right it's here. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here it is. Any second now. Sometime today. Captain Hook, run! To your dreams, <laughs> and I bury Daniel Bryan. <laughs> He's a man of few words, <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> I'm that damn good. <laughs> this is the, he's spitting in the water right now. 
He literally <laughs> said on SmackDown, I will bury Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, and, 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 and you know what? We were talking about this last week, and, and G was very skeptical of WrestleMania. He says, unless they put Daniel Bryan in the title match this week on Raw, I'm not interested. And now now that they've actually like given him that in to get into the title match, I'm kind of like skeptical that he's actually going to yeah, win the title. No, no one has actually offered the suggestion that Triple H might win, which says it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, yeah. There's that, and and there's also the the possibility that Brian is not going to win the title win the title if he does get to the match, and and that's my fear. It's like, oh, he'll get to the match, and we'll be all excited, and Randy Orton will fucking win the title, or Batista will win, or you know, something shitty will happen. And and, and as JT has uh, as JT Butthead has said, oh, hold on one second. Where's that phone line? Windows. It sucks. Hello, you're on the air with Board Wrestling Fan Radio. This is David Fuller. David, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. How about you guys? Thank you for having me on. Oh, we're good. We're good. Saw some of your pictures from last night's Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. I you guys don't hear him? They're on the line with us. You, you guys can't hear him? <laughs> no. no. I just didn't want to be the first to say it. Okay, hold on, hold on one second. I think I, got, I think I got his number in the Skype. I think we can call him back. Uh, testing one two three. Testing one. Two. Oh, so sorry. You guys yeah. can't hear him. No. Okay. No. David, let me call you right back, man. I think I got your number Go here right in ahead. Skype. No problem. All right, let Hold me call on. you right back. I did make some adjustments to the way that I because I was doing a different show earlier in the week and they were getting an echo. I had to switch some things around. Ah, there we go. Oh, I hear that. Okay. This is David. Hey, David, it's us at Board Wrestling Fan. I think they can hear you now. <laughs> Everybody hear me? Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. There we go. I'm okay. Sorry for you guys. Now you got to hear me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had to make a, a slight change in the way that I did things on uh, on my end here because I was doing another show earlier last week. And they were getting an echo, so I switched some things around, and apparently uh, when I put them back the way they were, they didn't go back exactly the way they were, because these guys couldn't hear you. That's all right. That's all right. If you have a great voice, an echo is a good thing. If you have a voice like mine, then you don't really <laughs> want to hear it once, so you need to... So. Yeah, uh, last night, we put up a few pictures from the Texas Wrestling Hall of Fame. We got a lot more. I had a professional photographer there, and uh, he's going to have his... Uh, hopefully, I'll have all of them here within the next couple of weeks, but... My goodness, last night, I've been in this business, for, I said this last night on Facebook, and I can say it again here worldwide on the podcast. I've been in this business for 16 years. I've worked with some of the greatest names that relates to the pair of boots. I was trained by Johnny Valentine. But I will tell you right now that the greatest night of my professional wrestling career, if you want to call it that, or just my time in pro wrestling, I think your career is something you actually... Uh, you know, uh, profit from, and while I haven't profited from a monetary standpoint, monetary standpoint, I have profited in just wow nights like that. Last night was the greatest night I've ever had. Uh, from Stan Hansen bringing me a book, bringing me his uh, his autobiography, and signing it with Johnny would be proud. Right then and there, tears almost started coming down my face. And Stan just looked at me with a smirk, with this grin on his face as he shook my hand. And that cover from Stan Hansen, it gets no bigger than a guy like Stan Hansen, you know, showing somebody like me 
a 16-year-old kid when I first broke in just wanting to be accepted because this is all I knew. <laughs> that It gets no better than that. And then you just, you know, to have the to have the honor, and people are like, well, it's your Hall of Fame. So you, well, it isn't my Hall of Fame. I'm just the guy who started doing it. I'm the guy who puts it on every year. But it's, I don't, it's not my Hall of Fame. I don't want anybody ever called David Fuller Hall of Fame because I'll slap them. <laughs> It isn't. It's, I just happen to be the guy doing it. But it doesn't matter who does it. As long as it's done, it's those guys in the Hall of Fame. It's everybody in Texas in the Hall of Fame. But last night when we got to re-induct Matt Bourne in front of his, his daughter, his son, and their mother, who flew down from Pittsburgh, oh, very emotional, very emotional. You guys know how close I was with Matt. Hell, yeah. we did a show on, you know, we did you guys a show a few weeks after he passed. And me, James Beard, Black Bart, who were all there last night. It was just unreal to have his family come up and speak. Uh, it was unreal. Uh, James Beard inducted Terry Gordy last night, and James Beard got very emotional. Uh, that's what this is, is about. It's about emotion. It's about celebratory. Uh, I always say if there's no emotion behind it, it isn't real. And James Beard walking back, and he's upset because he started to get teary-eyed. I patted him on the back. I said, number one, Stan Hansen got teary-eyed last year. And once Stan Hansen does it, that's it. Everybody else can follow suit because Stan's the toughest guy this business has ever seen. But number two, I said, if there isn't any emotion behind it, then it isn't real. And everybody knows the relationship that a guy like James had with a guy like Terry Gordy. And Terry's daughters were there. And they were getting teary-eyed. So James just eye, eye contact with them, and he just lost it. Any natural human being with a heart and feelings would do that. They told him, don't worry about it. But last night was about celebratory. It was about fun. Uh, Matt Riviera, the IHW champion, the guy behind traditional championship wrestling out of Arkansas, he was there last night. Uh, Fred Urban from Old School Wrestling. We had so many people there. We had Bull Schmidt there, who had a three-year run with Pro Wrestling Noah. He's a former NWA Texas Tag Team Champion. We have Team Extreme, Kit Carson and Chris Germany, the former NWA World Tag Team Champions. We had Dr. Ken Ramey, the manager of the interns from Memphis Wrestling History, was there last night. He's 84 years old. He was there. I mean, just the uh, Tim Storm, the TCW Heavyweight Champion. Just the list goes, Skandar Agbar's family was there. The list goes on and on and on. It's just I, every Rick Manning. Everywhere I turned around, there was somebody there, and wow, it was just such an amazing night. And we filmed the whole thing for the first time. We're gonna get it, uh, and I'm I'm gonna get it edited and looking nice. And my goal is to put the whole thing up on YouTube, so everybody can watch it. I've said it. I will not. I'm not gonna profit off this. I'm not gonna put it together and sell it to make money off of it. I may put it together, put it on YouTube so the world could see the fun that we had so that way they can embrace it and enjoy it and kind of put themselves there. And I'll put it together in a DVD form for the families and the, and the Hall of Famers so they can have this night as well and they can relive it, relive it. Some of the speeches were awesome. Uh, one speech, Dusty Wolf, who's a 30-year veteran of this business, uh, He's had a he had a one he has a, he has a one year old I believe one years old it's either one or about to be one so uh, his inductor 
his uh, pupil, Fred Urban, his protege, uh, said, uh, said, Dusty's got, you know, Dusty's, he's going down his, his Dusty's family, and he said, he, Dusty's got his son, Grant, who's about to be a year old, and, uh, of course, Dusty, Dusty is in a, Dusty is a seasoned, I'll just say that, because, uh, Dusty might still be at his hotel here in Fort Worth, and he might hear this and may come looking <laughs> for me. Uh, Dusty is seasoned in this life, so as soon as they said that, there was a chant broke out. You still got it. Clap, 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 clap. You still got it. So that was pretty funny. Uh, that was pretty comical. And uh, Bull Man Downs, who's a longtime wrestler regionally in this area, talked about Rick Manning. He got up there and he said, for years, Rick Manning rode the coattails of David Manning. And everybody laughed. And he said, hey, it could have been worse. Rick Manning could have been Rick Lubitsch and rode off the cocktails of Brock Bronco Lubitsch for years. And that got a pretty big pop from everybody. Uh, but no, it was, uh, there was a lot of emotion last night and very few people wrote anything down. A lot of them just got up there and kind of shot from the heart. And those are the best speeches. And, uh, Rick Manning said, you know, this Hall of Fame doesn't have the glitz and the glamour that the WWE Hall of Fame does, but it comes from the heart. And that just means so much more. So it lasted about three and a half, four hours. We had over 200 people. We filled the restaurant to capacity. And, uh, but yeah, I'll go on record as saying it was the greatest night of my professional wrestling life. And my son was there, which was a big deal. Uh, and uh, he was, uh, he was the star of the Hall of Fame. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was the most popular person there. So, uh, a pretty cool moment with Stan Hansen. I was taking a picture with my son of Stan Hansen, and he goes, Are you teaching him Larian? And I told Stan, I said, You need to. When that time comes, you need to be the one teaching him. But I got to meet Stan's wife. I got to meet Stan's son. I just got to meet so many people last night. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody sends me all these compliments and all this love and stuff. It's like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows you know nobody has a nobody has a clue of how much I get out of this I just I get so much out of this so I just I, I don't feel like people should be thanking me I should be thanking them because I just get so much out of this it's unreal so uh, but yeah it was awesome it really was yeah I was seeing I, was, I saw some of your pictures last night I was out and I was watching a band and they happened to go oh like us on instagram so i hopped on instagram real quick and uh, i saw the first picture that popped up uh you and your son and stan hansen so i thought that was pretty cool i had to do a double take and 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 hopefully stan hansen doesn't see this and come clothesline my head off uh but uh, uh he kind of looked like jerry springer <laughs> just a little bit oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, i got nothing uh instagram doesn't always uh doesn't always give out the best pictures and it was taken with a cell phone hopefully with the professional photos he uh he doesn't come off springerish it was just the one picture i'm like oh, that kind of, he kind of, it's just it's just a passing resemblance it's not, <laughs> i'm not saying that i'm not saying that stan hansen looks like Jerry well, once you talk to him that resemblance goes away oh, I'm, I'm 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 positive of that <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the Gordy family was really cool. Uh, you know, I, I said it last night, and, 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 and people may disagree with me, which is fine. I thought Terry Gordy was the best of the fabulous Freebirds, you know, not taken away from Buddy Jack Roberts, not taken away from Michael Hayes. Uh, but Terry Gordy was the only one, in my opinion. And he came down here, 
uh, he he uh, of course everybody knows the magic behind the pre-birth of the Von Erich. You can watch it on the WWE Network. You can watch where it came from, where it, the origin was born from the Christmas Star Wars reunion arena when Terry Bam Bam Gordy slammed the cage door on Terry Von Erich's head in his match against Ric Flair. But uh, Terry went on to, to Terry went back to Mid South and became the heavyweight champion on his own for Bill Watts. Then Terry went to Japan and formed another iconic tag team with Dr. Death Steve Williams. Now, I said this last night, and I think it rings true. Now, there's probably some analyst or some research or some, quote, expert out there that might prove me wrong, which is fine. There's not a whole lot of names in this business that had one iconic tag team, much less two. I think that speaks to the character and the talent that Terry Gordy had. Uh, he uh, he formed him with Dr. Death, and then he comes back here and goes to ECW to give them a little bit of a rub because they had really only had Terry Funk at that point. I mean, when they started, they had Arn Anderson, they had Kevin Sullivan, they had Jimmy Snook, and they had a few names. But Terry went there and kind of got to give them a little bit of a rub and kind of help them. Then, you know, for whatever reason, I, I don't bash WWE or McMahon, but I always thought it was pretty stupid how Vince brought him in and put him under a hood and called him the executioner. Yeah. Never understood that. Uh, and then Terry uh, Terry wrestled down here in 1999. He wrestled in NWA Southwest against another Hall of Famer last night by the name of Gary Tool. And Terry, uh, Gary Tool is just new into the business. Terry Kane gave, gave him a lot made him look real good uh, Bronco Bowl was full of people and I met Terry that night and he was super cool I didn't talk to him a whole lot you know because I was just breaking into the business and you know uh, you know when you're breaking in you know people are like okay you can't be a mark you can't mark out to people but at, at the same time you can't be disrespectful and trying to find that thin line where you, you go up to somebody and you introduce yourself you can't come off as a mark and you can't be disrespectful. So you you have to find that medium. So basically, I just came up, introduced myself, and that was it. Shook his hand, but he was cool. Uh, I think I did get his autograph, but I had to do it like I had to do it when nobody was looking, because uh, I would have got crap for it. I still got it today. I got it on a program. But now I don't care. I got 16 years in. You want to call me Mark? Fine. I don't care. I got 16 years. I got more than half these guys here in Texas right now. So I don't care what people say now. But when I was just breaking in, that was a big deal. Uh, right. But yeah, I thought Terry was amazing. So I mean, to be able to induct Terry Gordy and Stan Hansen into a Hall of Fame, I started at a warehouse in an industrial part in Fort Worth uh, four years ago. That's unreal. It's it's I could have never fathomed this. And then gorgeous Gary Young, who I used to I did a podcast this past Wednesday with Mick Foley and Gary Young. And I, I sat in the crowd at the Will Rogers Coliseum the night Mick Foley and Gary Young wrestled the late Percy Pringle, who's going into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, next month, thankfully, and Eric Embry. And I was in the crowd, and these years later, I'm on, the, I'm on a podcast with these guys who hadn't talked in 25 years. And Joe, I'm going to get you that file so you can get it on iTunes, because it's yep. the best show we've ever done. Uh and those guys just they hide they didn't hijack the show in a bad way because I told them both you guys just talk because you guys talking is better than anything we can ask you and they did and they made it great they got 100 downloads within 24 hours 
so uh, it was awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Jim Ross had sent me some things to to say via email. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just it's really cool to to see all these people starting to recognize and and stuff. But uh, yeah, I can sit here and ramble on and, and take over your show and talk about everything. But uh, it's all it good, man. Awesome. That's what you're here for. <laughs> that's what you're here for. Is to take over the show and and ramble and no, talk no, talk about the Hall no, of Fame, man. Okay. That's what you're here for. No, no, no. But uh, really, uh, you know, I I, I I wish everybody could come. Uh, I wish we had the means to to bring everybody here uh, to see the witness. It. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna work on getting this onto YouTube so everybody can see it. Uh, it's it's really grown. And we have outgrown the venues that we've had it in, and we've had to move. Next year, we've got to move. Uh, number one, we're inducting the Bon Eric family. Yeah. Uh, number two, we have outgrown the venue. Last night, we had standing room only, and we took over the entire restaurant. So we ran out of tables. We had over 200 people. And that was the, the upstairs, and it was, I mean, I say upstairs. It's the floor. You go up a step, and then there's an upper. We had both. We were full, and people standing all at the door. So, uh, but it was awesome. It just, it, you know, it, it, I had to, every time I had to walk by, I had to step over people, and I had to, I'm a small guy, thankfully, uh, and I squeezed in. But every time I walked by, somebody pat me on the back, or somebody would stop and give me a hug, and, uh, but yeah, I was really emotional, and I was waiting for I was waiting for it to hit me, and it hit me late last night. I was holding my son, I was looking at these pictures, and I was thinking about what Stan wrote in his book, and then Dusty Wolf wrote something in his book to me, and uh, it, it just really hit me. It's just, uh, I just I love I love this business, and uh, you know to to be a part of this, not to put it on, not to be the guy that founded it. I don't think of myself as that way. Just to be involved is a big deal. And that's the way I look at it. It's not mine. All I do is put it together. Somebody's got to do it. And uh, I feel like I, I feel like I do a good job with it because I. it's not just something that people get together. It's not just a reunion. A lot of people just do reunions. And that's fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What we do is, is we take a reunion and we amplify it. Because you put people up, you give them a podium and say, hey, talk, share some stories. And, and, and here, we're going to send you home with this crystal plaque. Rob Sandberger, who's one of the greatest artists I've ever seen, who's going to be at WrestleMania Access, doing paintings and selling them live during WrestleMania Access. Rob Sandberger donated 12 pieces of art for the Hall of Fame and they all went home with the inductees or the families of the departed inductees so we're going to give you this plaque and we're going to give you this painting of yourself or your loved one done by Rob Schamberger and yeah that's just that's another thing Rob Schamberger donated who's a guy who's all over the place right now so everything ties together and making you something that's monumental and, and epic and a lot of people throw those words around a lot of times and then it's the endorsement by the College Fire Club and then it's the endorsement by the Waterloo Luthez Dan Gable and then it's the endorsement from the Gulf Coast Wrestling Reunion and then Jim Ross and then Mick Foley says I'd love to uh, I would love to be involved sometime all these endorsements along with Hanson along with Gordy's family along with Bruiser Brody's family last year 
and so on and so forth. And now the Von Aaron family. All of these endorsements make this something that's just, it's just, oh, I can't even put it to words. I really can't. I could sit here and I could use all these adjectives and I could all these use all these descri- you know descriptive terms. I can't put it into words how awesome it is. So uh, we're going to have more pictures up. They're going to be on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash IHWE Pro Wrestling. Uh, it, it'll probably take me a few weeks to get the video up, but once we do, it'll be on the IHWE YouTube, which is keyword IHWE2009. We'll put the speeches up. I'll probably separate it from uh, speech to speech. That way you're not watching a four-hour YouTube video. Uh but I'll separate it that way if you want to just go right there. All the speeches were great, so I, I implore everybody to watch them all, especially if you're a fan of Texas wrestling. I implore everybody to watch all of them, but if you want to see Stan Hansen's speech first, you can. We'll probably split them up. Uh, but yeah, guys, I mean, uh, like I said, I could do this all day, but <laughs> it's, it's going to all come up the same. It was awesome, and uh, it was very emotional, and uh, it was the greatest night I've ever had in this business. I think uh, I think next year we need to get our our, our colleague Justin Ruff in there to uh, to cover it for us. Yes, huh? yes, yes, yes. Next year is going to be uh, we're working on we're going to change up a few things for next year. I've always kept it closed off from the public uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, guys don't have to keep kayfabe, and that's a big deal. Uh, number two, uh, you know people aren't bugging them for pictures and autographs, but. Uh, I, I start feeling really bad about that. So next year, what we're trying to do is trying to work out a deal to where we let people in. Uh, we're either going to do a convention where people can come in and meet everybody before or after, or I'm just going to open the doors and let everybody in to see the whole ceremony. I don't know which one I'm going to do yet, but I know Justin, and if Justin wants to come and cover it for you guys, that's fine. You. That's fine, and I know Justin. I mean, Justin will we'll talk about that uh, when I decide when next year's is going to be. There's a lot of we're trying to schedule next year because uh, Kevin Von Erich. Uh, there's there's a movie coming out next year by the Von Erich family, and we're trying to coincide everything with maybe the release of the movie and just kind of tie everything together. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, like I said, Jim Ross says he really wants to be there. Uh, so I'm going to try to make it to where everybody can attend. Next year's going to be bigger as far as the venue is going to be bigger uh, and I believe we'll have a lot more attendees and I think this time around the fans will actually have an opportunity to come in and it'll kind of be more of a convention type deal like you see in the Mid-Atlantic or because I've always wanted to do a convention uh, like I've done shows, I do the Hall of Fame I've always wanted to do a convention and just see how it goes, there's never been one in Dallas Fort Worth, I, I take that back, I'm sorry, there was about 10 years ago, it was called WrestleCon uh, here in Fort Worth or in Arlington, they still do it. Um, I believe it was a different kind of WrestleCon, not the one that you see during WrestleMania weekend. Right. Uh, and I don't know how well it did, but it was years ago. So I would like to tackle that and do it and see how it goes. I know it's a it's a crapshoot. It only works really well in certain markets. They they do killer where you guys are at. Conventions do killer business. Uh, it's not the same down here. I mean, you guys, all the indie shows, well, a lot of the indie shows that are done where you guys are at do killer business. A lot of the indie shows down here don't. Very few do. I don't know if that's the way it is. I don't like it, though, because you got a guy like Jim Ross who says that no state has contributed more to the betterment of professional wrestling than Texas. 
yet Texas has a hard time still drawing, and that bothers me. So hopefully, uh, hopefully with the Hall of Fame and hopefully with these IHWE events, hopefully some more awareness gets brought back to Texas because there's a lot of good shows and there's a lot of good talent here. Uh, but over the years, a lot of mediocre shows have kind of left a sour taste in people's mouth. Mediocre talent, mediocre shows, mediocre promoters. And when that when when that happens for such a long time, people get complacent, and fans just kind of give up. So, but there's some killer there's some killer workers, and there's some good promotions. The NWA, who I, I haven't always been behind the NWA. I know the NWA is making a solid effort to try to bring to try to really produce really good wrestling out of Texas again. Not only Texas, but several different states as well. But I know Texas are tackling really hard because of its history, because of its lineage, and because of its size. And I mean just think back in you know, I was watching the Legends round table yesterday, right before the Hall of Fame. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do a little bit of research. So I put in the Legends round table about Texas wrestling. I'm going to go up and talk, so I need. I want to do a little research. And Jim Ross said, at one time, there were five different viable territories in Texas. Five. Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, El Paso, Amarillo. And, and technically, a guy could go work each territory and make money. And, and now it's, it's a lot harder. Yep. So I don't know if it'll ever get back to that, but I just want it to where... Anytime there's a show, there's enough butts and seats. Number one, to to create awareness. Number two, the workers go home happy, paid, paid well. Three promoters who put out all the expense at the intro, they go home with something in their pocket. Because I tell you, it, it's very disappointing when a guy like me will promote for weeks. I'm at the building twelve hours setting up. And I put out a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, and I come home with nothing. And that—it's a terrible feeling. It doesn't matter how good the show is, but if I come home, at least, at least, uh, you know, at least with my uh, my investment return, if I made a penny more, that's okay. Uh, I didn't lose anything. It's just it all goes in together. So uh, I hope Texas gets back to it. I think it will. I just think there's a lot of people that are like James Beard, uh, uh, Bruce Tharp, uh, Chris Ronacrillo. There's a lot of people involved. Myself, uh, Matt Riviera. Uh, there's a lot of, and these are the people that I know, so I, I defer to them. I don't know. There's a lot of promoters that I don't know. And if I don't know you, I don't endorse you. I don't care what kind of show you put on. If I don't know you and I don't know your passion, I don't endorse you. That's just the way I am. I know RCW down in San Antonio, Brandon Oliver, they got a killer show. Booker T has made so much headway down in Houston with um, reality of wrestling. He just got TV, I think. On television. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, his champion, Michael Faith, he was at the Hall of Fame last night. So, I mean, you had all all these guys, all this talent under one roof. And I had like eight different promoters there. That never happens anymore. They can't even, you know, promoters can't decide on what to have for dinner. They were all together last night. Nobody was fighting. Nobody was talking about, oh, my promotion's better than yours. None of that crap was going on last night. None of this social media, oh, this guy's burying the territory. None of that crap last night. It was all just 
having fun, good business, promoting goodwill. And that's the way it should be. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Can't argue with that. <laughs> I know uh, we, I we know could have an entirely other show just on that topic. We, we, we've got to tell y'all everything we, that bothers me about what people do on social media. Because a guy like Stan Hansen, I guarantee you, if he was working nowadays, he could give a he could give a crap less about what somebody says on Twitter. Because all he's thinking about is how am I going to draw uh, twenty thousand at the Budokan? How am I going to fill up the Tokyo Dome? Because you know what, I got a wife at home. I got a kid going into college that's all that matters to me money mm. drawing money that's it I don't care about anything else that's what these uh, that's what these guys who sit on Twitter yeah you should do that go talk to Stan Hansen ask him about Twitter he'll say what what's Twitter yeah. what face what face what <laughs> he don't even have a Facebook he has an email address that he hardly uses yeah I mean so <laughs> I've got mad respect for a guy like Hanson. Brody would be the same way. So would Gordy. You know, they wouldn't even mess with it. This what when's the next town? Who am I working? And what's the payday? That's all I care about. <laughs> we've got like we've got like four promotions within like twenty five miles here of Buffalo. And there there's one that's in uh in a small town called North Tonawanda just outside Niagara Falls and they do huge numbers every show they run. Right. Um and then there's another one, uh, the opposite direction of me, uh, called MFW. And I, I don't know much about them. I don't know how they draw or anything, but I know like uh, the, I know there's a little you know infighting between the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they don't make it public though. That's good. <laughs> that that little chime That's was. Good. That I little... mean, and there might and, and there's nothing wrong with the little competition. As long as you don't go online and where the, because I mean, if if I'm, you know, Joe Dirt, I say that and I sound like him, uh, but if I'm Joe Dirt and I go on your Facebook page or I befriend a worker or I befriend the promoter, my thing is, is I've got sponsors and I've got fans as friends on Facebook because I use that as a huge source of my promoting. I can't bicker with anybody. There's people that hate me down here. And every chance they get, they go online. And they go to town on me. But I never engage. Because I've got too many important people on my page. I've got representatives of the Susan G. Coleman Foundation down here. I, I cannot, I will not engage in anything. I'm, I have my little descriptive uh, observations generally about things that bother me. I never name names. I never take cheap shots at any one particular. I just say what I got to say. And the reason I say it is because I'm trying to I'm trying to teach people not to make the same mistakes that I did. Because when I broke in, I didn't care who I pissed off. I didn't care. Didn't give a damn. I was like, I want to be Paul Heyman. I don't care who I pissed off. Well, you know what? Paul Heyman did that. But Paul Heyman now, he's the company guy. He does what he's told, when he's told. You never hear Paul Heyman going off about anything anymore like he used to. And Paul Heyman has a very nice job. Paul Heyman makes a lot of good money. And Paul Heyman is one of the most respected individuals in our business. So I look to that and say, okay, Heyman was this renegade for a long time who would go on his own television show and just basically shoot on anybody he wanted to. But now he doesn't do that. And I respect that. And uh, so that's the way I look at it. When you, I mean, as you get older, you get wiser. 
And I mean, and again, you know, guys like Hanson and uh, Gary Young and uh, Barbara Goodish and the Gordy family, they're not going to associate with me if I'm like that. I've got to respect the people that are around me. And, uh, you know, Akbar told me a long time ago, he said, brother, don't listen. He said, number one, as long as they're talking about you, that's all that matters. It don't matter what they're saying. And number two, don't ever let it get to you. Just keep doing your thing. And that's just what I do. And I'll keep doing it. I figure, and, and you know what? If I make them mad just by being here, then I'll, I'll stick around. Because if that upsets you, then, hey, that's motivation for me. That's great advice, too. Just It don't matter what they're saying as long as they're talking about you. It's great advice. Yeah. It's absolutely because, I mean, it, to, to Think about it this way. If somebody goes on their site and says, I accept you use the worst wrestling around, somebody's going to go, you know, let's go check this out and see what they're talking about. And they go to my page and they're like, look at these graphics. Look at, whoa, there's Stan Hansen. What is this guy talking about? Yeah. Well, now I got to go see their next show. Well, you idiot. Thanks. You just gave me another <laughs> butt in my seat. Oh, exactly. Exactly. There's a there's there's a promotion around here, man, and that uh, I'm not even gonna mention them. But I went to their website the one time, and I'm like, "Holy shit! What the fuck decade are we stuck in here?" Because yeah, they're using all these like '90s, you know, graphics and shit, and they're terrible at promoting shows. So I don't know how the fuck they get any people in there. <laughs> be perfectly and that's honest, the with you. and you've got people who don't care, and 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 they want to be a promoter. If they're a worker and no one's booking them, they're like, "Well, I'll start my own show and I'll be the champion, or I'll be on my show." Hey, yeah. Cool, and all I all I care about is about wrestling in front of my friends or the, yeah. the girl who works at the Chicken Express, and I'm trying to get into her pants, or you know, uh, or or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy who's been in the business for a little bit, and I'm not relevant anymore. Well, I'll start my own show, and I can be involved in the stories, and that'll make me relevant again because everybody will be calling me because I'll be a promoter. There's a lot of that. I'm and sure there's people that are in it to it number one make money. Or number two, just because they love the business and they just want to create a good platform for people. Matt Riviera and me, we both started at age 16, 17 years old, and we were promoting better shows than guys that were twice our ages. And there's uh, that's why we get along so well. We're working together now. The guy's just a marketing machine. He's about money, 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 money. And we're talking every night. He's the IWE champion. He's wrestled all over the country. Uh, and I learn a lot from that guy, and we really feed off each other. Uh, but uh, he's really involved in what I'm doing, and James Beard is too. So, I mean, that that's just what it is now, and that's really sad. You know, back in the 80s and the 90s, or the, excuse me, I broke in in the late 90s. But back in the 80s, a guy like me, I would have never been allowed in the business. And I know that. I'm not, I'm not naive to the situation. I got in. I paid my dues. I got very lucky. Of course, I had a guy break me in that was like Babe Ruth, but um, now they're really, you know, there's no, there's hardly any of those guys left. You know, now it's a club. Uh, there's a lot of clubhouse wrestling, and you know, let's play Xbox all day. Then let's go wrestle tonight and do the same things we saw on the Xbox in the ring. Yeah. Let's get on Twitter and tell people about it. That we're going to come home and watch the WWE Network, which is fine. If you want to watch the network and you want to research, that's fine. I think the network is a great research tool. But, uh, you know, not a lot of people spending enough time in the gym, uh, watching matches, uh, talking to people who are around who have been down the road. Not me. Guys like Dusty Wolf, guys like Beard, guys like Hanson. There's plenty of people around every state 
in every state there's guys that have been up and down the roads and you can learn from all of them but you can't tell anybody anything anymore they already know everything I went so. to a show like three or four months ago and every single guy and I'm not naming names and I'm not I won't even mention the promotion but I'm sure anybody that listens to the show knows who, what promotion I'm talking about but anyway uh, I go to the show and every single guy in the main event has that like paunch you know like like dude did you guys skip ab day all month yeah <laughs> what's going on you guys should be right. in better shape than i am right and i and, and, and i, mean, I don't mean any gonna, offense to that be because big, if you're gonna be a big guy that's fine number one you better be able to draw like a big guy or you better be like John Tenna. You better be like Yoko. You better be like Bader. If you're a big guy, work like a big guy, which means you're there to sell tickets, and you can work like a big guy. You know, if you're just a big guy who's just you're in a ring, no, that's not going to work. And that's the problem is so many people just break in and they don't know. Okay, well I'm a I'm a 350 pounder. Okay, then go watch Bader. Go watch yeah. John Tenna. Go watch those guys and see how they wrestled. And then make sure that you market your character to where you're an attraction and you can draw money. Because if you're 350 pounds, if you're 7 feet tall, 350, 400, I will treat you like you're an attraction. But you got to do your part. you got to have the gear. you got to have the look. And you got to market yourself that way. So you have a valid, very valid point. If every, and if every guy on the show looks like that, nobody's an attraction. Right. <laughs> I actually, I actually went to uh, training for for um, this wrestling promotion about ten years ago, and there's this big guy, you know, three hundred fifty pounder, you know, and they're training him to work a big guy match because this guy wanted to get in there and take a body slam. I'm like, dude, no, you don't take a body slam right away. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, like at least let him like try a couple of times and not get you up. Right. And, and I was right. actually. Uh, he was. They had a practice match, and and he was working on that. And I I got to referee that, which was pretty cool. Uh, it, was, right. it was the only match I've ever refereed. <laughs> and so finally, the guy picks him up, body slams him at the third time, you know. And I knew it's coming, so I just I fell as soon as he got him over. Like I just right. sell it, you know. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that's how you work a big guy match. But these guys are not supposed to be big guys. They're they're. They're you know they're bigger than me obviously because I'm a I'm a skinny guy. They look a, like guys in a bowling league, right? Yeah, I, I I guess you could say that. Yeah, I mean, but they're you know, I mean, it's just it's everybody else on the show was in pretty good shape, you know, like 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 they've right. been working out. And but then you get to the main event and it's like it's a tag team match or it was like a six man or something, and it's like every single guy. <laughs> it's like, oh well, wait a minute, and no, you poor, guys, that's poor booking. It, it's know, not. It's not that it's poor. It's it's not that it's poor booking. It's that these guys were not doing what they were. You know, they're not keeping right. themselves in shape. They're well, not still, supposed I mean, to be even big. If guys. you're the booker, why are you going to put six guys in the ring that look identical? Well, not identical, but have the same body type. I mean, you you know that 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 should be, you know, it'd be like putting the Shield and the Wire family on for no reason, you know, because the the Wire family are kind of alike in the way they look, and the Shield kind of alike in different ways but you only put those guys on in a six man unless it's something really big like a pay-per-view or a rematch on Raw now they're doing the house show circuit the hell they're in Dallas tonight but I mean you know yeah I, I see what you're saying but if, if I'm the promoter and I'm or the booker and I'm like okay number one we're going to separate these guys number two I got to put a little guy in the ring number one the guy's got to take heat you got to have somebody in the ring that the fans feel sorry for 
<laughs> so, but I could go on for hours and hours on 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 little nitpicks and things. But uh, but guys, I just uh, I want to get off here. But I just wanted to, I appreciate you guys come uh, let me on. We're gonna have some more IHWU guys on in the future. I know Bike Bart came on and he had a real good time. I saw him last night. We we got to get uh, him again, man, because <laughs> I yeah, think we only right. scratched the surface with Bart last week. Oh no, no, you haven't. And we'll yeah. get James Beard on again, and um, I'll try to get on Rick Manning, and I'm gonna I'll work on Hanson. Uh, Hanson's very selective on what, and he just honestly he just forgets. I I had to call him a few times and remind him because he's got so much going on. He still goes to Japan uh, every once in a while uh, to do uh, to do an appearance. He's a he's a goodwill ambassador for Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So and and he still does that. But uh, we'll do some stuff. I. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, fans, look for pictures on our Facebook page, IHW Pro Wrestling, and look for the videos from the Hall of Fame on IHW YouTube, IHW E2009. But uh, Joe, thanks for having me, and we'll be in touch. Okay, buddy? Yeah, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks, we'll, guys. We'll talk to you Take soon. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, David Fuller, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a guy that likes to talk. Uh, George actually chimed in, and uh, he uh, he just woke up. He was exhausted. He feels bad for not being here. Wow, <laughs> dude! I George and I were at the same show last night. He got there before me, you know, because he was playing. I get there. I stayed for the whole show because George was in the first and last band, so I stayed for the whole show. Plus, I was friends with some of the other bands. Um. I got home like 2 o'clock. I don't know what time George got home, but George, I think, left right around the time I left. And then I had to get up in the morning and take my wife to work. <laughs> and, so I, and then I got home, and my kid's here because my ex-wife decided to go to the same show I was at. So she dropped my kid off with my wife, so I got to get up with my kid and feed my kid. And George, oh, I just woke up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I told him it's all good. JT had our break song this week. Yes, and I will quite. I will. It has come quite an intro. That's why I wanted to skip. It I was supposed to be last week, but that's why I wanted to intro it. Um, I, I guess we're going to the break song now. I don't see why not. It's it's okay. halfway through the show, and we'll come back with uh, the second half. You guys might have heard of this this band. I don't know. They're kind of like um, they're kind of a, a mini super group type deal. They were actually I like to call them a, that metal show super group because that's basically how they came together they um feature mike portnoy on drums who was from dream theater um billy billy sheenan um who most famously played bass for david lee roth in in his early years and um and he plays bass for mr big and um richie Kotzen, who was the guy that replaced cc deville from poison all those years ago and I think he was in Mr. Big for a few minutes too but um, I don't really know his whole history but this is a really good song and you know because us us people listen to all of us all we do is listen to scream music um, this is the winery dogs and the song is called Desire alright here it is Board Wrestling Fan Radio we'll see you in three and a half
Winery Dogs, Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Yes, I highly recommend you go out and buy the album. It was one of the, it was one of the best albums that came out last year. In fact, I, I know we dropped that metal show every chance we kept, but Eddie Trunk said that was his album of the year last year. And it really is. It's a really good It's a really good rock and roll record. You know, I really pick it up. It's a good song, man. I like it. I dig it. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, they do a lot. Of, it's a lot of, like, um, Billy Sheenan, that's a lot of bass soloing, too. And you know the, yeah. the, he, he does a lot of bass solos. Some of that, some of the solos are bass solos. So those aren't guitar solos. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm glad you picked a like a rock song instead of a metal song because I I did metal last night for five <laughs> hours. <laughs> uh, well, I go and great I bands, ones, but, uh, great ba- great great bands I saw last night and and really good show. But <laughs> I I needed something less metal today, so thank you. Well, I try and plan them ahead. I'm like, okay, what songs should I do and, you know, this and that. Like, I actually planned on doing the Canadian run, like, long before I did with all the, you know, with all the Canadian bands I played. And I, I it just ended up being coming up when it did. But like I said, I try, I try, I try not to, I try to mix it up. 
Right. Are we the only ones on, or are Mark and Jesus? No, there's just not any gaps for us to speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Canadian, I, I don't know. They haven't had a word since like 15 minutes into the show. <laughs> well, you got to remember, you get. What, what did we tell the other guys? You got to jump right in. We're not going to give you the chance. You're just going to talk over us sometimes. <laughs> I don't. I, I'll never cut off guests. Oh no, no, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. That's different when it's a guest, but um, you're like with us, you know. Yeah, with us, <laughs> feel free, man. Especially when George is here. George ain't even here, and you guys are still quiet. Well, I don't like interrupting people because I'm Canadian. You know that. I mean, I'm British. I'm nice. They're polite. It's because we're Americans. We're we're okay with being cut off, and they're, we're America. They're we're Americans. Americans. America. All right, there's no wrestling trivia in here, but I'm going to give you one. How did Too Much beat Al Snow and Head at uh, one of the uh, King of the Ring pay-per-views? How how did they win? They stole Head. Did they pin Head? They pinned Head, but how? With their bodies. (laughs) Uh, Very specific. Them Head. Very specific Sleep. ending to that match. Sleeper hold? No. Wait, how can you pin a mannequin head? Both <laughs> shoulders have to touch the mat. <laughs> it was a very uh, entertaining finish. Very funny kind of bit. Nobody? No, I don't remember. They, uh, they, they attached a bottle of head and shoulders shampoo to head <laughs> and pinned the head and shoulders bottle to the mat. Jerry Lawler was. The, that is my question. Jerry Lawler was the special guest referee. By the way. <laughs> Iron Sheik tweets. Oh, shit, I had him up here just a second ago. Okay, here we go. Actually, did him for the day because this week ha- Sheik celebrated his birthday. Happy birthday! He bro. did. Um, but here I'll go for the whole week. There's there, it get, there's a lot on yesterday yesterday because it's birthday, but there were some really weird ones. But here we go. We'll start with Monday. I am better fucking doctor than the fucking jabroni Dr. Phil. I give best advice to the people for the maxim. Fuck you, McDonald's. Fuck your McChicken. Fuck your mother. Fuck you, dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) Tuesday. DeMarcus Ware. No more Coco beware. Now he eagles. Beware, Bubba. Fuck the Tony Rono, you dumb tic-tac son of a bitch. Abe Lincoln. Have more sex with the white girl than the RG3. Wednesday. What is the jabroni? The jabroni is the person who don't kick, take care of themselves, who don't respect themselves, who don't look good, eat only the chips. Mm, chips. Never forget you have the sex because you have the balls. <laughs> I vote for you to go fuck yourself. Thursday. Fuck the cold winner. Friday. I am the most famous human being on the fucking earth. Fuck the rest of the week. Don't fuck with the family. Don't fucking waste my time, Jabroni. Hey, what you do tonight? I don't give the fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm the legend. My battery died because I am the legend. I love you forever. Still, go fuck yourself. The Saturday, and I almost tweeted this one back to him because this was a choice. Somebody tell me the happy birthday or go fuck yourself. I almost tweeted back, go fuck yourself. But I didn't. Well, out of fear of being blocked. <laughs> My birthday, th- my birthday, same as important as the Jesus, the Rob Thomas, and the Ryan Philippi. T- 
Today I am Hall of Fame champion of the world. Nobody fuck with me, even the today my birthday. My wish can you, you my wish yo can go fuck yourself. <laughs> this one I don't even know where the hell he came up with this one. Fuck the clarinet forever. <laughs> I have excellent birthday, but you still can go fuck yourself forever. <laughs> oh, you gotta love the chic. Finally, good night. Go fuck yourself. Gotta love the Iron Cheek. Shoutouts, of course, uh, for our news to cheapheats.com. Cheapheat.com and Angry Marks. Yeah, Cassie would kill me if I fucked that up. <laughs> Cheapheat.com and Angry Marks. Alice at, uh, well, she's doing MLW now, right? We gotta update this. Yeah, uh, she still does RWR. Does she do RWR? Yeah, that's right. She was looking for the font she used to make the logo. So, Alice at RWR. And uh, we do have a special shout-out today. G, you want to do the honors? Yeah, I uh, I was just surfing the web and stumbled across a website called Booker Tees. And, okay, first first and foremost, what an awesome name for a t-shirt company. <laughs> I mean, that's and, clever. A, a t-shirt, I love it. T-shirt company that actually makes wrestling t-shirts, mind you. Uh, they're kind of new startup company. Um, I kind of chatted back and forth with the, the fellow behind it, and... Uh, I told them I wanted to give them a shout out, and they have. They, I, they, you really got to go check them out, because um, you can't really, you know, say a shirt. You have to see it, see the visual to understand it. I got a ch- uh, cheap shout out to them in my uh, SmackDown review as well. Uh, one of my favorite uh, designs that they have up. That's www.bookertees, and that's t e e s dot com. Uh, you can go backslash products if you want the full URL, but you'll find that like when you go there, and you will, you will go there now, and you will check out some of their awesome T-shirt designs. I'm doing that now. I'm ring I'm of, already ring there. Of loading, please wait. Yeah, the ring of loading. <laughs> yeah, well, they, 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 company. They, see you next see week. Next week. <laughs> the 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 one I like best is the Brack Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, that that one's too. <laughs> that that one's good too. We're uh, we're actually uh, working with them. Uh, we're we're gonna try and come up with some kind of contest here. And and the, the tricky part about coming up with this contest is, it has to be open to both our live listeners, uh, which there are, there is one right now, which I think is Mark, <laughs> and uh, and two, it has to be open to our podcast listeners. So we gotta come up. With, we'll come up with something, and hopefully maybe on next week's show we'll we'll give you uh, uh, an idea of what we're gonna try and do. Uh, we'll hopefully come up with something. Uh, but what Booker T's wants to do is give away every shirt to one listener. One of every shirt. One of every shirt. They have they have eleven there now. Uh, right now, I think they have three of them that they're actually currently making, and then they're going to be making the rest of them. Uh, but what they wanted to do was they wanted to give away a prize package with each shirt to one lucky listener and uh, we're going to work with them we're going to come up with a uh, a contest that's going to be open to all of our live and podcast listeners um, and uh, we'll, we'll get that we'll get that word out as soon as we get that figured out so probably How hopefully we get them to make shirts for us I you know I we'll work on that <laughs> we are talking about doing some more shirts I mean, yeah, the contest brother. could be to design a shirt for us that they will then sell but that could be we could do that I could. I, I, I've seen some of the shirt designs, brother, and they're pretty cool. And the, the yellow and red, dude, we, brother. We got to get those ones made anyway. So, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll definitely. Um, 
when people start, the thing is, this is this is this might be my should be my my cue to exit because the thing of fact that is when people start making T-shirts of you, I I, I just I don't know where it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, we 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 have up. to pretend to be professional. Remember we, when you were gonna try and make JT Vaughn get the table shirts? JT Vaughn. We could probably still do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we used to we used to watch it. The, the, this came about because we were watching TNA together on 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 the message boards at a different website, uh, which is now not only a wrestling website. They they expanded into other stuff after we kind of you know took half their readership. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I, I that's that's false. We we didn't take half the readership. Anyway, uh, they uh, we we used to sit in their message boards. We used to talk TNA, and we we uh, like every time a certain character would come on there was a cue you know and and for the oh. team 3d it was jt von get the tables and we were talking about doing a shirt for that but uh we, we yeah we, we've been working on uh on jt hogan t-shirts so <laughs> we'll get with the dudes over there at booker t's and see what's up but not making any promises <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they got pretty cool stuff, man. So check them out, BookerTees.com. That's BookerTees, T-E-E-S.com. Yeah, you can check them out on Twitter as well, at BookerTees. Yep. And definitely worth a look. I mean, if just out of curiosity, but ideally, you know, support them. Um, our group and our webpage and our podcast, we've always been about supporting, you know, people with creative ideas that are... You know, especially if they're individual based and they're doing it themselves, it's yeah. even more so. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of the reasons that we we have a good relationship with our guest we had on today is that we we recognized what he was doing is really awesome and we wanted any way that we could help. And now uh, he's you know getting a lot bigger and it's awesome to see him doing well. And the same thing goes for uh, the Booker T's company. We want to see them do well because they have a good idea and I, I think there's a there's a market there for for the, uh, for their stuff. So. I mean, that's why I'm here, because JT gave me a shout-out, and I worked up the balls to thank him, and that's how we got talking. Yeah. By the way, you could buy Mark's book. (laughs) 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 Tulips and other stories on Amazon. (laughs) Is it still free, or are you charging again? I'm charging again. I can only make it free for five days every three months. It's like a buck anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, so go buy it. It's a buck. Yeah. (laughs) He even made it it affordable for the mooching class in this country. He did. (laughs) I didn't get it for free. I paid the dollar. (laughs) Yeah, so didn't I. It's worth buying. Check it out. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Back to news. Bjorn Rebney on Rampage Jackson doing wrestling, quote, Dixie and I talk pretty regularly. Now that Rampage's fight is over and didn't get injured, we are going to really rev up the wrestling training. We have coaches and trainers traveling to Southern California to help him get through the process of becoming a well-rounded professional wrestler. The essence of what wrestling is, that is a real skill, and you have to learn the craft. We hope he adapt to it quickly, and after the May fight, Rampage will be doing full-blown matches. So, yes... Be prepared for Rampage Jackson back in TNA. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Daniels is doing voiceover work for an upcoming Marvel feature, and apparently there's a clip here. 
Hopp, hopp, hopp. The fuck? Hoppa Gangnam Dog. <laughs> it's a dog doing Gangnam Style. Okay. Fun. Anyway. <laughs> Only a small circle of people in TNA knew about Bobby Lashley coming in on Sunday, and although he hasn't signed a new deal, he's been figured into plans going forward. Bobby Lashley, that'll put butts in the seats. Ironically, we have we had two news stories on Bobby Lashley and his WrestleMania 23 manager, Donald Trump, in the same week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slow uh, news week. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, if anybody wants a Bobby Lashley figure, find your local big lots. Okay? Or, or, or And, and I'm, I'm not being facetious here. If you find your local big lots, you know, just look around the area find, and find, like, five or six big lot stores I'm pretty sure you could probably still find the uh, Bobby Lashley unmatched fury there somewhere <laughs> even I don't own that one get on it Joe no <laughs> Tommy Dreamer worked as an agent at lockdown on Sunday and Abyss waited under the ring for hours for his one spot in the Joe versus Magnus match which I didn't catch anything about lockdown I, I didn't even realize it was happening even though we gave the card for it last week I saw a little bit of it pretty decent show if it wasn't on the WWE network I didn't see it <laughs> give them time they'll buy they'll buy the live <laughs> I'm sure and then I, I'll remember then to watch lockdown 2014 <laughs> you know what I was watching before I came on the show today was um, the Smackdown episode where they had the Iron Man match between Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar which was awesome. I love that that's on there. I gotta finish watching it when we're done. From Phil Lyons, Wrestle One announced that Saya Sonata will have an X Division title defense on 322 and Korokin Hall in Tokyo. His challenger will be determined in a 20-man Extreme Royal, uh, which is a Royal Rumble style match at W1's March 15th show. Rob Terry will work the entire next W1 tour, which will be its fourth tour with the promotion. Daniels. This is, this is uh, where Rob Terry has been, folks. I was wondering what the hell happened to that guy. Oh, we, got, oh, we have RoboG again. I was going to say, we got RoboG back again. Oh, fuck's sakes. You guys <laughs> have American internet connections. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You smell the Americans. <laughs> He'll be back. Internet connections. You there, G? Yep. Okay, that, oh, that cleared it. That, that fixed it. Uh, Daniels revealed on his Twitter that he and Kazarian will not be working this week's TNA Impact Wrestling tapings from Orlando. This is significant because both of the contracts expire in April, and TNA is taping four weeks of TV this week. If they don't re-sign with the company, uh, lockdown may have been their last TNA appearances. Well, that sucks. It does. Yeah. We we like Daniels and Kazarian. We we like both of them. No matter how shit TNA gets, they remain a shining light. Metallic has, <laughs> as we used to call him. I actually told him that once. I I I met him, and I was like, "Dude, we used to call you Metallic has because you're tights." He's like, "Dude, that's awesome." <laughs> Conan on Dixie Carter says, uh, "TNA would be the number two even if there was no WWE. That fucking show really sucks." You should see it now. They have the owner, Dixie Carter, and some jack-off named Potato Spuds or whatever his name is. <laughs> They're like the worst thing on TV since the Aces and Eights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not really news, but it's still awesome, so I had to go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> when it plays, it's for 
if 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 you guys can, I I don't know I don't know what's going on with my computer. Could you hear that? No, no. no. I I got to figure that out. There's something wrong here because I I played the Cleveland show sound anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, TNA is reportedly going to focus on heavily heavily on new talent as opposed to established stars going forward. Implying they have established stars, which means if you get cut from NXT, you've got a job. <laughs> you, you, well, that that's because it, that that's future championship material. You you work for WWE. Yeah. I have no idea why you guys can't hear this shit anymore. Whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, WWE has reportedly negotiated with Spike TV and Viacom about a TV deal now that the exclusivity period with NBC Universal has ended. Don't put your money on this deal happening, but if it did, it could be curtains for Impact Wrestling. Viacom has yet to renew their deal with TNA. Uh oh, I see a simulcast coming. Yeah. <laughs> Mike saying, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening again. <laughs> Oh, we've already talked about uh, Donald Trump being at the hotel right next to JT's work. Uh, yeah, I, I just put it in there in case I forget, because sometimes I forget to say things, and it's like, oh, let me put that in there just to remember. We also mentioned that most of the Occupy Raw movement were backstage crew and catering people, and a few real fans, like Rick the Sign Guy, were added in. Uh, WWE are now selling Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan yes hands that you can wear during his chant, because, you know, your real hands aren't good enough, apparently. <laughs> It's best for business. A rumored eight-man tag for WrestleMania 30 with Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Bo Dallas, and Adrian Neville versus Jack Swagger, Corey Graves, and The Ascension has likely been scratched due to several participants being in the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal, which that kind of sucks, man. It does. I, 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 I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> well, aside from Bo Dallas, of course. <laughs> Uh, Cesaro interview was inserted into the German broadcast of Raw, suggesting that he is an entrant into the Andre the Giant Memorial Cup tournament at WrestleMania. W uh, uh, WrestleMania 30 will be the final WWE pay-per-view to broadcast on Sky in Germany as WWE has signed a new TV deal with the Pro Sieben Sat 1 group. The final WWE broadcast on Sky will be the end of a 12-year broadcast partnership which brought the country live WWE pay-per-views as well as Raw, bro- Raw broadcasts and SmackDown broadcasts. WWE is making a pitch to Stone Cold Steve Austin to appear at WrestleMania 30. They want to promote having a big four of Austin, Warrior, Hogan, and Undertaker at the event. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. Carlos Colon was planned to be announced for WWE Hall of Fame on Raw, but it was postponed to SmackDown for timing reasons. That's not cool. <laughs> Scott Hall is still expected to be announced for the 2014 Hall of Fame, with Sean Waltman doing his introduction, or his induction, rather. Road Dogg's back injury may keep him sidelined a few more weeks, putting the chances of the Outlaws getting the rematch against the Usos at WrestleMania squarely on whether or not he can get healthy in time. You guys can oh, well. jump in with commentary here. I mean, we've got a half hour left in the show. Mm-hmm. The WWE Scooby-Doo movie is already available via iTunes, but won't be on Blu-ray or DVD until the 25th. What was that thing you posted the other day, Mark? <laughs> Oh, that was the terms and conditions of the fake competition in that show. Okay. It was hilarious, though. <laughs> I, I know it's up here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Doinks. I know it had to do with that. There it is. I just found it. It's 
Where did it go? There it is. Uh, reports a training camp in WWE City as soon as possible to win with this game disc as proof of your win to claim your prize. Individual results may vary. Your prize includes accommodations at the Rockyard Training Facility in WWE City for the contest winner and four guests. Food will be provided by WWE Rockyard Restaurants. Your stay at the Rockyard may or may not include sights, uh, sightings of WWE superstars as they train for WWE events. You may see superstars and divas like Triple H, John Cena, Kane, The Miz, Brodus Clay, Santino Morales, Sin Cara, and AJ Lee. If you're really lucky, you may see Mr. McMahon. There is also a chance, but not a guarantee, that you will see Sergeant Slaughter, Jerry the King Lawler, and even the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. Warning, do not touch the WWE superstars as they train. Do not feed the WWE superstars at any time. Do not jeer at the WWE superstars because it may hurt their feelings. Keep your arms and legs away from the WWE superstars at all times. I can see that becoming the official rules for a live event. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could, yeah. Well, there was also a gif on the impact review of Cena jumping over a chasm and body slamming a rock. That's a rock, not the rock. <laughs> it would have been funnier if it was the rock. <laughs> uh, the well, I've not heard anything about CM Punk on there because that was a big thing going in. Was because he's in that movie. No, it's it's the uh, the Flintstones movie that's oh, coming out next year. One. Yeah, the one that's coming out next year has CM Punk. Oh, well, by then he'll have a new deal. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he to- <laughs> he totally wants to come back. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, the pay-per-view section of the WWE Network added years for 1993 and 1994 to ECW, currently not filled in, but the plan is to add some of the old ECW home videos of ECW Arena events in that section. Uh, the network also added 1971, 1977, and 1981 to pay-per-views on the network, all currently empty. That news I, I read at Cheap Heat, actually. Uh, yeah, well, they stole it from PWI. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Uh, <laughs> we, no, Cheap Heat doesn't steal news. Cheap, cheap heat is a reputable source for news, <laughs> and they and they get us guests on the show. So, yeah, okay. So so we got to suck up to them. <laughs> yeah, the PWI stole it from cheap heat. That's that's go. what happened. <laughs> Cassidy's right on top of that. He his sources told him all that. And I don't know. <laughs> Another network note, although the WWE had suspended dark matches while they worked out the logistics of the post-Raw backstage pass show on Monday nights, future editions of Raw will feature a dark match of John Cena and Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. That's kind of cool. me this week. But you, you, you missed the, one of the more interesting on things that they're trying to keep hidden. Speaking of the network, WWE won't reveal the number of subscribers until April 7th, the day after WrestleMania 30. I did miss that. I didn't yes. see it. There. That's interesting because of their stocks. are so high right now because of this thing. Hmm. Why? Well, I, I heard a rumor. Out that Joe is the only guy who has it. It'll go down a bit. <laughs> well, I, I, can, I can verify that David Fuller has the WWE <laughs> Network. And also Gregory Iron, who and is, I can verify uh, that I have it too. Uh, JT has it. That's four people. And, and Gregory Iron will uh, is supposed to be our guest next week, so we got to get that finalized. Oh, I know lots of people who have it. I do. Yeah. Um, through my through my friends list, but I I'm more interested in the fact that they're keeping this quiet intentionally with the way the stock scenario is going until after the pay per view. Because I heard a rumor, and I don't know if it's in the notes here, but I heard a rumor that. There was a rumor going around that AMC, the yep. the network that broadcasts the, the Walking Dead, bought WWE. 
Yeah, I got it in the notes later. You're okay, right. so we'll get to that. We'll get to I that. I heard then. that rumor too. I, I heard that, and and that was supposedly the reason the stock went up. We'll get to that in a minute, I guess. Um, WWE star Kane, real name Glenn Jacobs, has started an auto insurance, uh, well, an insurance company with his wife called the Jacobs Agency. The agency reportedly offers auto, home, motorcycle, life, RV, boat, commercial insurance, and retirement planning. How this will affect Kane's WWE status is not fully known. However, he has been telling people close to him for some time that uh, he wants to retire from pro wrestling, but the money is too hard to walk away from. So it appears that in addition to his new insurance venture, Kane will be continuing to work for WWE as long as he can make big money. I actually saw the ad for this with him and his wife. Just yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's why he went corporate, so he could grow his hair back out and look remotely normal. Well, I, I heard that the reason that he, he went corporate was because they wanted to take his mask off when they promote uh, See No Evil 2. Because he doesn't wear the mask in See No Evil. Does he have a nine-foot penis at least? Uh, we'll find out when we get there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Jake Roberts says, no news from the doc. Test results not back yet. Supposed to be any day now. Stitches out. We'll tweet picks later. Yeah, I only check out those picks uh, if you can deal with looking at giant holes in people's legs because they're, yeah. they're pretty graphic. WWE has applied for a new Ric Flair trademark for entertainment services, mainly, uh, namely wrestling exhibitions and performances by a professional wrestler and entertainer rendered live and through broadcast media, namely television and radio, via the internet, and or commercial online service. Whatever the hell that means. Translation, Ric Flair is going back into the ring. Oh, boy. I don't want him to go. I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can get past him doing the Hulkamania tour. I could get past him doing TNA, but he can't get back in the ring in the WWE. He can't. After yeah, I don't that, think after he's that, in the ring, but he, if they're applying for trademarks for things he says on TV and on the internet, then he's back. Doesn't mean he's going to be a wrestler, though. He could be a mouthpiece. Yeah. There's, there's lots of possibilities with a guy like Flair, what you do with him. I would just, I, I would honestly, having been there at WrestleMania 24, I would absolutely hate to see him back wrestling in a WWE ring. He's going to teach the Miz how to do the figure four at last. <sighs> no, it's not, no, not, he can try all he wants, but. Yeah. <laughs> the can't I, I, I can see Rick Flair seriously if they if they really wanted to use him as a manager. He's got to be able to take the occasional bump, right? To t- part of the storytelling. So by default, it kind of makes him a wrestler because he's taking a bump. The the you know? can't the can't figure it out for is what the Miz does. Yeah. Uh, by the way, happy three sixteen day, everybody. I know it's sixteen three over there where you're at, Mark. What? Yeah, Pi Day is the only acceptable use of the American dating system. What? <laughs> it's three sixteen day here, Stone Cold Day. Anyway. What? <laughs> uh, Shal Sonnen is uh, interviewed by. Chael. I don't fucking know. I don't watch this. Anyway, <laughs> he's interviewed. Gonna, you might see him in WWE one day too. I'm sure, and then I'll learn how to pronounce his name. Pronounce it correctly. Remember. Over here, Merka, we that's how we pronounce things. Yeah. I uh, was interviewed by TSN's Off the Record in Canada, and host Michael Landsberg asked Sonnen about CM Punk and WWE. Sonnen said he didn't know what was going to happen with Punk, but Stephanie McMahon would be aware. Sonnen held up a piece of paper with her phone number written on it and told those viewing to call the number on the paper. Tell Hunter I just played the game. The number was blurred out for TV, but Landsberg later, uh, later stated that Off the Record called the number and verified it was actually Stephanie McMahon's personal cell phone number. <laughs> I saw it too. It was awesome. Sun Sun is always great on off the record. Um, and it's funny because TSN, uh, the show that actually produces it, they used to have Raw and SmackDown 
for a very long time. Um, then they just decided to walk away from wrestling altogether. Um, but once in a while, they sneak a wrestling reference or a wrestler on that show, and it's 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 a really good little talk show because uh, they're just less formal. I think it c- comes across a lot better than like the ESPN bullshit style, where it's just a little bit too much, you know? Right. And Even though the yeah. rest of TSN is pretty much ESPN, like like it's basically the exact same format, sports center, all that shit. It's the one show on that on do, that uh, network outside of hockey. Which uh, say, do, uh, do they cover hockey candid. on? Because <laughs> if they cover hockey, they're nowhere and nothing like ESPN. <laughs> well, yeah, but they they have, <laughs> I think, probably seventy five percent of their anchors are hockey guys. Right. <laughs> it's 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 the exact opposite of American ESPN in that regard. It's like they get the occasional NFL or NBA game on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that. It's, that, it's, I, it's like the it's like the polar opposite of our ESPN. Yeah, okay. it really is. Like they they uh, it's funny it's funny how different these two markets are. But they won't have any more hockey after the end of the season anymore. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. Sportsnet basically got all the rights to the NHL games, which is what so. happened here with NBC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be hard to unblur things, so if someone get on that. Well, that, it brings up an interesting uh, th- thing, too, is that the channel that got all of the hockey games is going to have to, like, be doing a lot of restructuring to be able to broadcast them all. And they're the same channel that currently has all the WWE programming. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't know when their contract ends. Um, it's... That, Probably a couple more years for renewal, renewal with the score in Sportsnet, but maybe they'll go back to TSN. I mean, they got a lot of broadcasting time to fill coming out of this. It's true. So it's true. It is wrestling related, even though it's hockey. It actually could affect my market quite a bit. Or maybe, hey, maybe the, that's where the network truly comes into play in Canada. I don't know, like how the sports channel packages are set up over in the UK for your our mark, but in Canada, that that's a possible reality. Like, what's going to shift? What do you do? You, do you know what's going to go down there? Hmm? Well, like, everything is on Sky. Are they like locked in with Sky for how long? Um, didn't they just recently sign a two-year yeah. deal? Which yeah, is why people were wondering how the network was going to work over here. Well, both our markets are rumored at some point to, in the late 2014, early 2015, we're supposed to get it. Now, whether or not that happens, who the fuck knows? But it could be sooner, it could be later. It's just that the way the television broadcast deals are set up, obviously, could it be uh, related to what's going on? It's the same kind of thing that the big question in the States right now is like, you know, their, subscri- their renewal fees are up and the network exists. So. All of our markets are kind of in a similar spot potentially over the span of the next few years. Yeah, I think the E should just grow some balls and pull out of the TV market and just exclusively air on the network. Well, they'll have to lock up some really significant advertising. Yeah, because that that's television is still their the biggest profit. It's not the pay per views. It's not the network. It's it's those TV rights deals. That's a lot of money for them. So that, that's why I was, you know, making big, uh, you know, make big topic on our on our show. It's because it's like this has to get resolved in a good way. The WWE's ga- gamble that they're making with the network is not going to bode well. And one of the one of the well, the last two greatest gambles McMahon did, which was WrestleMania and Raw, really paid off. So this um, he's on good standing with this. Not going to work so well. 
Hmm? What's up? The XFL didn't work out so well. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, we try to forget that. J- JT and I still see the ads. <laughs> yeah, but when, when it's actually re- like doing anything wrestling related, like he's oh, always. Yeah, but, but but yeah, to to Mark's point, anything he's done wrestling related, as far as a gamble. That's just that, yeah. Yeah. There we go. We we unblock Stephanie's number and we ask her to put the XFL on the network. I would watch it, and I Hell know JT yeah. would as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. George Football would be over. Doesn't have to add next next week of the Super Bowl. We got the XFL yeah. in two weeks. And let's not forget do, the film studio is kind of shitty too. So as long as it's wrestling related, it's fine. Exactly. Well. WWE stock traded as high as we, we were just talking about this. $31.98 a share on Thursday on a dubious rumor that AMC Network was interested in buying WWE. Now, I, I, you know how rumors get started. You know, somebody somebody said, hey, you know, uh, WWE's negotiating to be on AMC. And somebody was like, oh, shit, AMC's trying to buy WWE programming. And then the next guy goes, oh, shit, AMC's trying to buy WWE. And then stocks soar. And Stephanie McMahon sells a shit ton of them and makes a ton of money. <laughs> Which I we heard have a sto- rumor that Vince McMahon sent CM Punk to the Talking Dead to kill AMC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I think I think AMC. I think WWE is trying to get um, the Marine Two and the Marine Three played on AMC since they played the, the Marine a couple of months ago. So. Oh God. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta find. I I didn't look at Gary's uh, completed. Um, uh, I, I don't know if he ever posted it, but the completed uh, scavenger hunt. I got to see if somebody actually found all three Miz movies in in <laughs> one store and was holding them up. I have always been tempted to try and start a rumor on this show. <laughs> Some completely bullshit rumor that everyone just buys. Yeah. <laughs> I should just pretend I know William Regal because we're British and every Brit knows every Brit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aren't and and aren't all the doctors just all relatives? But 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 you but but we can't get Regal on the show because WWE won't talk to us, which is true. Yeah, because <laughs> we talk we talk too much TNA. WWE like refuses to work with us like on anything. So. You could you could pretend you know bad news Barrett. You could have some decorum. Yeah, well I do. <laughs> we'll get you a little gavel. <laughs> Uh, before before I left for the show last night, I drove my wife to the store so she could get you know like a snack for later before you know before I left. And she goes, "So where's the show?" I said, "Oh, it's at, it's at the forum." She said, "Decorum it was Wade Barrett." Like, no, 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 not decorum. The forum. Uh, it's spelled with a V. Uh, Rehan of the Road to WrestleMania 30 blog in the UK attended Sting's Q&A show at Camden Highlight Club in London this past week. He noted that Sting got a great ovation and was very tight-lipped about his future, but appeared it appeared that he signed with WWE based on some answers that were given. A playlist from the Q&A is somewhere, and Rehan passed along these highlights. Uh, he wants to face The Undertaker in his last match. He's not interested in fighting other opponents of the WWE or independent promotions. Uh, he was on YouTube during uh, doing research by watching The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels match. He hasn't watched the TNA product since he left, but he has been purposefully, his exact words, watching Raw for the past few weeks. Yeah, there, were, there was more, but not really related to that. And please. Yeah. Uh, it's grabbed from uh, our, our dear friend Epps. Pro Wrestling Powerhouse. That's right. I I think uh, 
that's one thing that we could see possibly. It would be a cool way to if if this comes into fruition. It's been talked about so many times. At the end of the Taker match, if it doesn't go um go off the last, it's, it's hard to say if it will or not. Just a shot up at the rafters. That's all you need. Yeah, you I think they're not set up to do that. <laughs> and you got your WrestleMania 31 main event. That's right. You don't, you don't have to do anything for six months. You just need that one shot, right? And then you can slowly develop it if it looks like it'll happen. You don't say it's going to happen because obviously you got your year out. Who knows? But if you all you got to do is just a subtle hint. If they do anything more than that, I'd be shocked. If they do that, I'd be happy. I'd be like, that's cool. I, that's I'd, I'd actually like that because then you're pretty much establishing your WrestleMania match for next year at WrestleMania, which is one day sooner than John Cena and The Rock did. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it, it gives you an out, which is important too, right? Because maybe Sting or Taker are not able to actually wrestle, and you know that a half, a, you know, half a year or so beforehand, and you're like, okay, well, we've got time to figure something else out. If, you know, if it's Taker who's hurt, then you probably don't worry about Sting so much. Like from the sounds of it, if that r- rumor in in his uh, discussion is true, if he's actually he doesn't want to face anyone else, then I'd be fine with that. I mean, honestly, what el- what else can they do? You know, that would be as interesting. Unless he wanted to put guys over, but it, from the sounds of it, he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, Roman Reigns on the original plans for the Shields debut. We were supposed to have, like, <laughs> Shields. It was really, for lack of a better word, it was really lame. We had, like, literal riot shields, fiberglass riot shields with the word shield written <laughs> written up on it. Uh, we were, like, everyone will know who we are. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we just pictured trying to get in the ring with these things. Like, for years now, you go into the ring a certain way, and you're not usually carrying a huge plastic shield. So we just had this terrifying nightmare not being able to, like, slide in, and we're all stuck. Uh, and we can't get in, and we're looking up, at, and there's Ryback standing over us, and we've completely blown the whole debut. So immediately, Vince was like, what, are you guys wussies? You need that? We're like, no. He's like, good, leave him. And then we just ran in there, and we beat the dog piss out of Ryback <laughs> and put him through the table. <laughs> I know he's probably over seven foot, has a beard, and can kick the shit out of me, but I didn't realize he talked like a 14-year-old girl and said like every three sentences. <laughs> It's because he secretly is. Like, <laughs> like Tully. the shield. Like Tully. <laughs> we like Tully. Like Tully. Tully. Yeah. Up the Tully. Like Tully. Like Tully. Is that JT I'm like, Roman Reigns? I'm totally gonna put you through this table with like my BFFs and shit. <laughs> I like totally just had a brain fart there. I totally like. Would you applying? Tully. <laughs> I played the Cleveland show sound. You guys couldn't hear it. I think the audience could. I have no idea if anything I'm playing on this thing. Like like earlier when David called in, it's just going to be me talking to myself on the podcast. I don't fucking know what's going on anymore. Things are broken. I don't know how to fix them. Anyway, Vince McMahon appears to be grinding an axe with Jim Ross. Good old JR embarrassed Mr. McMahon with a story on the Opie and Anthony show about a time McMahon sharded himself trying to rip Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> In response, McMahon fed a line to JBL on commentary during Raw when Lawler asked him whether or not, whether he liked J.R. McMahon better as an announcer, he was, and he responded, it was like comparing horse manure to ice cream. Yeah, but McMahon was the horse manure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, there's a bit more down there. There is more, yes. Let's see, let's see. There's Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. We've talked about this on the show before, the movie Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. It will have its first screening... On March 26th in Parkersburg, West Virginia. 
I think you mean sports entertainers versus the life impaired. Sure. Uh, latest on CM Punk is, of course, that he's confirmed that he will be on tonight's episode of Talking Dead on AMC, but we kind of knew that already. But there's some bitterness towards CM Punk backstage at WWE over the fact that he'll fly to Los Angeles to do the Talking Dead, <laughs> but wouldn't come to Chicago to do Raw. There's also uncertainty whether or not he'll address his WWE status while he's there. And I, I've gotten a lot of people, three people now, JT told me, Frankie Feathers told me, and uh, and Matt Dogs from a different website told me, no, he won't. <laughs> Say he won't. He, he, he when he was on the last time, he talked so much. He was probably one of the reasons why they had to go from a half an hour to an hour because he just wanted to talk so much about The Walking Dead that that he didn't have enough time. So yeah. I think he's going to talk so much. There's two other guests on there, and he's going to just talk so much. I don't even know if the other two people on there are going to even get two words in. All right, we're looking at. Uh, I got a couple of more stories here. Yeah, I got a few too. If you didn't hit the same ones I got, I do have a nice little tweet. Uh, tweet from uh, Hulk Hogan speaking to thirteen-year-old girls. <laughs> Why would someone say they're not friends with me anymore, but still use and post pictures <laughs> of me on their Facebook? Cry, cry. At best, brother double H. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna retweet it so you can see it if you can't find it. It's uh, I was just gonna. My- I, I was just gonna go on Twitter.com/slash Hulk Hogan. Let's see. The fuck? <laughs> Why would somebody post me? Jeez. The hell? <laughs> oh, it's, boy. The, it's the new thing. Yeah, talking like a 13 year old girl. I guess. All right. Uh, Layla came back last night. I uh, She came back at a live event. If anybody realized she was gone, we, we, we actually talked that she might not ever wrestle again, and she actually uh, apparently wrestled at the show last night. There's pictures. Um, so that happened. I can hardly contain my enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, there was something else. What else was there? Oh, John Cena is going to be on the cover of uh, April's Muscle and Fitness magazine. Uh, I know Maven oh. fans going to run right out and buy that. You can, you can see me. <laughs> I I got an interesting one here. Going back to Stock Talk every Sunday, two p.m. Eastern. Uh, WWE's next annual shareholders meeting is April twenty fifth. So April seventh, they were, may very well reveal the subscribers, and then good or bad, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, could be interesting. Well, talking about the WWE Network, the WWE issued the following statement to Fool.com regarding how the how ready the WWE Network is to handle the upcoming WrestleMania pay-per-view stream. Uh, quote, notwithstanding the overwhelmingly positive response to WWE Network, we want to ensure our uh, subscribers have the highest quality experience watching WrestleMania 30 and all our programming and thus have put in place significant quality assurances. These steps include... Uh, increased capacity to handle high volumes of transactions, logins, and concurrent live streams, daily stress testing of all our systems, and an overext- or over an extended period, and the uh, addition of technology experts to review our plan and procedures. We're confident that we'll be ready on Sunday, uh, Sunday April 6th. Now, I don't think it's that bad for them to not say any numbers because there are people who probably will buy it just in time for WrestleMania. Yeah. And there are people willing to wait a few week, more weeks for them to sort shit out. I wonder if they're still going to be doing the free week <clears throat> the first week of April. No. I, I, I would doubt it. I think April 1st, that ends. 
Actually, probably sooner than that because if you, it'd be like the second to last day of March. They, because people would just use their, their free trial to get WrestleMania, I'm sure. I would. Uh, PW Insider is reporting that the pay-per-view providers are worried about losing WWE's pay-per-view business now that the network has launched. In demand, for example, have been wondering how to make up for the lost business. Uh due to WWE Network and have contracted or have contacted rather indie wrestling promotions to see about putting them on pay-per-view whether taped <laughs> or to air live ROH pay-per-views would still have buffering issues on a proper pay-per-view I'm stream. sure they would uh, as previously reported at WWE Diva we didn't actually t- uh, touch on this former WWE Diva and TNA Impact Wrestling Knockout Mickey James is rumored to be pregnant with the child of Brutus Magnus um uh, NOLA.com has posted an article and photos of Mickey James at the Mardi Gras Parade in New Orleans, Louisiana. Mickey was dressed up in a costume for the parade. Uh, they report that Mickey had to cancel a match she was scheduled for on April 4th and has also previously reported uh, that she has been telling promoters that she can't do bumps in the ring at this time. She will also be in attendance at the 2014 WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Hmm. So we'll know more then. Yes. And Mark Henry was uh, at a home at an event in his hometown in Austin, Texas, and says that uh, he is not retiring anytime soon, despite recent online rumors. He's got plenty left in the tank. That's what it says. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's exactly what the article said. <laughs> uh, you got anything else for me, G? Um. Yeah, I got a couple other little snippets. Um, one we we didn't really get to the uh, the rumor about the uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial match being moved to the pre-show. Should they bother doing that? I I didn't even hear about that, but they're promoting it as some a part of WrestleMania, and it would it, it would I think it would tarnish the memory of Andre the Giant if they just relegated it to the pre-show, wouldn't it? They got four hours to kill. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But of course, you also. <laughs> You have, you, know you have the Hall of Fame. You have the And you have, uh, you know, the pr- probability of Kid Rock playing music. Oh, I don't, don't even. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's His music's attached to the event, right? Let me tell you something, Michi. When you've got the greatest host ever in the world of <laughs> professional wrestling, the guy who created WrestleMania, and the guy who even created hosting, hosting the guy, you got to make time for me, dude, brother. But wouldn't that be the best way to kick off Mania is have Hogan come out and introduce that match? I got a limp, you know, dude. It's hard for me to walk when I'm 85 years old, dude, brother. Yeah, they give you plenty of time to rest when you you come out and uh, screw over Daniel Bryan in the main event. You think Hulk Hogan was chosen (laughs) as the host of WrestleMania because he started his own hosting company and somebody got confused? <laughs> Hostomania, brother. Was a web hoster. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think somebody just got confused? Like, oh, Hulk Hogan's hosting things now. That's how the rumor started. I remember that exact rumor, with people saying he's going to host WrestleMania because he has a hosting company. That's, that's a web just, host. That's so dumb. He's got a web host, a- an expensive one at that. We're not. That's why we're not on it, <laughs> brother. <laughs> well, you know, I got to make some money, brother. Linda Linda raped and pillaged my not only not only she raped and pillaged my anus she raped and pillaged my bank account brother. <laughs> Speaking of Linda, Linda McMahon is inducting the Ultimate Warrior. I think we touched on that last week, but it still boggles my mind. 
Well, well, she 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 figures when she goes when she goes for her, her next failed Senate run, it's gonna they, they can show they can they can show that instead of her getting um pile stone cold stunned. Yeah, and finally he personally requested her because she's pretty much the only one there he doesn't hate the guts of. Right. I still think they should get Christian to do it with his warrior impression. Oh God. <laughs> What a, what a, load the rocket with the load the spaceship with the rocket fuel. <laughs> oh man! What else? Well, we got anything else? Uh, Jim Ross is talking to UFC headquarters in Las Vegas on Wednesday. Oh, that's interesting. Is he going into the octagon? <laughs> oh god! Well, he's got to deal with Fox, and uh, Fox has to deal with UFC. Ah. So, so he'll probably maybe, be eh, maybe he'll he, probably you know, he be, likes UFC. He'll probably be calling some fights. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him make some appearances for that company. He's he's hinted at it indirectly a number of times over the last well a while since his release, but it's hard it's hard to say. He's also mentioned that you know the guys his, that they his, have in on the show now are doing a good job. They they don't ruin it like yeah. the guys in WWE. So his retirement. He, yeah, retirement. You can't see the air quotes. Retirement. <laughs> That's right. He he's he's been very careful about saying anything completely revealing, but he has also been, you know, cleverly alluding to it at the same time. Like he, Ross knows how to work a rumor, so <laughs> we'll we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. That would, yeah. that would be you know it would be good for both parties involved. I think um, there probably are a lot of UFC fans that are former wrestling fans that so would appreciate it and. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see if Ross wants to do it. And, hey, get up, more power to him, you know. One company's losses and other companies gain in that regard. And, Absolutely, and and JR is one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest, as far as commentary and wrestling. So, And he's a sports broadcaster. He done, he's done, you know, Falcons games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, put him in a real, you know, real thing like UFC. Yeah, they have they have so much programming, and the company does now. Like there would be a spot for him. It's that 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 is undeniably obvious. If if you even remotely follow the the UFC schedule, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, I watch casually. But I, as as much as we gripe about all the uh, the pay per view money, you know, before the network era. Good lord, man! It's it's draining the wallets of the UFC fans a lot worse than it is wrestling fans. Yeah, this, we're talking about a company that will have like five pay-per-views in a row. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes two on the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I feel bad. I always get those UFC guys' names wrong when when I read them. But uh, <laughs> at the show last night, one of the bands got both of George's band names wrong. <laughs> he was playing with Lost Elysium and Diceros, and the band goes, "Oh, we 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 what was that first band? Lost Asylum." And then coming up later, we've got, we, we've got Diseros. <laughs> or Diseros, I think he called them. Diseros. Yeah. He, he wasn't listening to last week's show when we played the How to Pronounce Diseros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are scheduled to have Gregory Iron as our guest next week. We're, we're going to confirm that uh, throughout the week. And uh, when it's confirmed, we will post it on our Facebook page and our Twitter. Uh, we're we're really 
hoping to have him. We, we, we were looking at an article he did for Cheap Heat, uh, and he he would fit right in with us, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, well, uh, we'll confirm what we know, I guess, when we get that confirmation. But I agree. He'll, he, he's, uh, I've heard him on other podcasts. He's got the gift of gab, and he grew up a wrestling fan just like we did, but he went into it. Um, and it's hard not to respect the guy considering not only did you have to deal with the stigma of being a smaller stature, but physical disability to go along with it. And he's done extremely well for himself in the independent scene. Uh, just he's, a natural he, face he's, story. He's great. I saw him two weeks ago. Story makes his character just completely believable, which is awesome. Like the, I, uh, I, I saw him I, two I, weeks I ago. He's I'm great. also looking forward to it if we can get him on. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let we'll, the listeners know. When we we'll know confirm we with know. Cassidy and we'll, we'll get it all set up. Uh, so we'll we'll find out what's going on. We'll confirm we'll confirm later on in the week and and we are hoping to have him on next week. So uh, until then, I'm at Think So Joe. George, who is not here, is at Punish78, at Mark underscore noise, at random redhead at G of the Internet. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash board wrestling fan. Check out this podcast live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on BWFradio.com. And check out all our great reviews and everything else on BoardWrestlingFan.com. And a shout-out to BoardHockeyFan.com because we didn't plug them this week. And it's, and it's Dick Caros. <laughs> Dick Caros, yeah. And BookerTees.com. BookerTees.com, yes, sir. And left, uh, la- left Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OmniComicsPodcast.com. That's my boy Drew. Check it out. See you next week. Spinning around in my chair is fun. <laughs>